Good morning, everyone. This is Monday Morning Bible Study. And I know last Monday, the 18th, I came to you guys from the book of Psalms. And I was so, I just, the Spirit of God was so uh, much upon me and in my space where I was um, recording that I kept reading the book of Psalms and I want to make this kind of a part two of last week um, Bible study and read to you from Psalms 119 because it continued to go on and carry on over into basically what we talked about last week on God's faithfulness, his trustworthiness, the compassion and the love and just us wanting to or needing to cry out to him for help. And um, again, I won't read the entire chapter of, of Psalms 119, but I do want to read over a few verses that I came to that really kind of reiterated what we had just spoke about on Monday, January 18th, um, and share that with you. And they're in no particular order, so they, you know, I just kind of read things and then I may go back and go up and read a little bit more before I got to one part of the verse. But I will start at uh, number 145 of Psalms 119, which says, I call with all my heart, answer me, Lord, and I will obey your decrees. I call out to you, save me, and I will keep your statutes. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I have put my hope in your word. My eyes stay open through the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promises. Hear my voice in accordance with your love. Preserve my life, Lord, according to your laws. Those who devise wicked schemes are near, but they are far from your law. Yet you are near, Lord, and all your commands are true. Long ago I learned from your statutes that you established them to last forever. And so as I read verse 145 through 152, I want to go back in and just really elaborate on a few of those verses. So the first one is the, I call with all my heart, answer me, Lord. So you know how sometimes we are so burdened, we are so uh, at a point of our lives where we just don't know what to do and we just call out on God. I mean, like we cry out to God, Lord, help me. What am I going to do? How is this situation going to be resolved? And it's one of those things that until you've been there, you won't know what I'm talking about. But if you've been there, you'll know exactly what I meant, what I meant when I said how sometimes we just really just fall out and, and as we're speaking to God, because things are just going in such an array that we just don't see our way out of something. And then I'm skipping over to verse 147, where it says, I rise before dawn. How many of you wake up before the sun even comes up? Because not because, you know, you got to be at work, but just because you can't sleep, like something just just jarred you awake it's like you wake up almost in that cold sweat and you take that deep breath in I rise before dawn and cry for help and we've been in that situation I know I have um, many many times I can't sleep and I'm up and I wake up and I'm just crying out to God before the sun even comes up Lord help me help me and then I have put my hope 
in your word. And then that's why I told you last week how important it is to get into the word of God so that we know what he's telling us. Because without knowing the word of God, how are we going to put our hope in what he says? So when we wake up before dawn and you crying out for help, you know, you think about, I have put my hope in you, God, and I remember your promises. I remember you said that you would take care of everything, that you would fix the things in our lives, but we have to call on you. And it may not go according to how we want it to go, but it will be taken care of. And then 148 says, my eyes stay open through the watches of the night. Even when you go and you lay down at night, sometimes you can't sleep. Sometimes your mind is just constantly thinking and maybe you're meditating and you're you're thinking about, okay, well, Lord, you said this and Lord, you said that. Or maybe you go and grab your Bible or you find a scripture on the phone and you're reading. Well, Lord, I remember you said this and I remember you said about your faithfulness and I remember you said to trust you, you know, and not to lean on our understanding, but to lean on you. And I remember that. So you begin to meditate. Okay, which is what verse 148 says. My eyes stay open through the watches of the night that I may meditate on your promises. Hear my voice in accordance with your love. So you're telling God, listen to what I'm saying, Father. And listen with listen with an intent that you I know that you love me. Your love for me. Your love for me preserves my life. It is because of his love. It's because of his mercy that we are still able to to continue on and to keep moving in spite of what we're seeing. And even though our enemies have devised these wicked schemes against us, God is still near. He is still near us. He is still watching over us. He is not far from us. The Lord is near and all his commands are true. And then as David talks to God, he's telling him, he said, I learned from your statutes that you established them to last forever. He's saying, I know that your promises are forever, Father. Your promises aren't just for a day. Your promises aren't just for a moment in time. Your promises are true even now. Even what David was going through, the promises that God made, the promises that he drew up, They still apply to modern day time to you and I right now, no matter what it is that we might be experiencing or or feeling. uh, He is faithful. And then I skip down to verse 158 that says, I look on the faithless with loathing, for they do not obey your words. So David's saying, those people who don't have faith, he knows because they don't, they're not obeying what he's, what you, what God has promised, you know. So we need to remember that God will preserve us according to his promises, that God is there. He is watching. He is keeping you. And I know because I've been there. I only speak to you from someone who has experience the 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 turmoil the um agony of 
questioning and wondering, how is this going to be resolved? What am I going to do? I have taken it into my own hands many times in trying to solve it. And I'm telling you, you cannot solve it. You cannot solve it. God has to solve it for you. Um, You have to allow him to be the solver and the redeemer of all things that you are going through. And so still on Psalms 119, 102 says, I have not departed from your laws, for you yourself have taught me how sweet are your words to my taste. So here we go again. The words, the Bible, the words that are written, how sweet, how sweet are your words to my taste. It is sweeter than honey to my mouth. And we know honey is sweet. God's words are sweet. God's words are words that make you want to get back in and eat more and eat more and eat more. And yes, there are times when there are things that are going to convict us in these words that are going to make us feel like I don't want to taste it. But you need to because when you taste it, you get the understanding that yes, he may not approve of it. Yes, he may not like it, but he is still what? He is still near to those who trust on him, to those who call on him. So 104 says, I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. And that's how it will be. You will learn that when you see the things that are not pleasing to God, you will begin to to learn that I don't want to do those things. Like you won't have that desire to do those things, but you will learn to trust him. You will learn to honor his words. You will learn to feed on the sweetness of his words. You will desire that as your um, sweetener, as your as your dessert. You will want to have that. He says, your, David says, your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. It will show you, it will show you whether you want to see it or not. God's word is a light and it will show you right from wrong. It will show you where you're stepping at. It'll show you if the paths that you're walking on is the path that is of righteousness or is the path of the wickedness. It will show you, but you have to be willing to see it and have to be willing to receive it. You know, a lot of people aren't willing to receive what God is, is, is giving them when they ask, Lord, let me know, is this wrong? Is this right? Should I, should I not? He shows you and whether you do it or not is entirely up to you, but God is faithful and true. Once again, like we said last Monday, he is faithful and true and he will show you. The question is, is do you want to see it? Do you want to know? David says in 97, Oh, how I love your law. I meditate on it all day long. I mean, this is someone faithful, faithful to the cause, someone who is, you know, I hear you, Father, I hear you, I see what you're telling me, I love it, and I meditate on it all day long, and I I am not a person that I can remember scriptures um, verbatim, I can't, you know, pull them up out of my head if I'm sitting down and I'm having a rough day at work, I can't figure out, you know, what it is, but I have enough understanding to know one thing's for sure that God has not left me, that God will help me. And, you know, and, and that comes from reading and studying and learning his promises. Um, and 99 says, I have more insight than all my teachers for I meditate on your statutes. So 
I have more understanding than the elders, for I obey your precepts. I have kept my feet from every evil path so that I might obey your word. So again, it's all about how much you want to to get involved with God's word. It's all about how much you want to uphold the laws that he has given. It's all a choice. Everything is a choice, people. Everything is a choice. You, I, we choose every day what we will and won't do. So you have to make that decision within your own self. Do I keep following his precepts? Do I keep feeding on the sweetness of his words? Do I keep following this path of light that he has given me? Or do I walk in darkness? Do I choose my own understanding? Do I choose to learn uh, from man versus learning from the spirit of God? It's up to you. He gives us a choice. He does not force you. He does not force me. He gives everybody an option to choose what they will. And for me... In my house, and my house is my body, is my soul, is my spirit. We choose to follow the precepts of God like David did. And like David, who was just a mere man, I too have sinned. I too have come short of the glory of the Lord. Um, but blessed are those whose ways are blameless, who walk according to the law of the Lord. That's Psalms 119, verse 1. Um, we have to make our choice and decide what is the best um, pathway for us to follow and and that is what we need to do and think about so again I love the book of Psalms Um, didn't realize that I was going to really go into that until after I had read our Psalms 145 on Monday but then as I began to read the Word of God um, that that day I I just was like, oh my gosh, I got to talk about this a little bit more. So at any rate, guys, uh, be blessed. Blessings to all of you, to your families for a wonderful 2021. Um, I hope it has started out really well for you. Don't get caught up in all of the things that the media is saying. Don't be afraid, guys. Don't be afraid. Don't feel that you got to run out and you got to do one thing versus another thing. Think about it. Educate yourself on everything that you do. Pray about it in spirit and in truth. God will reveal to you what you should do and what you should not do. Um, Allow him to guide you. Allow him to lead you on the path that you need to go. And let him be the leader and you follow um, his command. You follow his precepts and you will not be led astray. That I can promise you. And I wish you guys a wonderful, wonderful uh, week. Um, Be blessed. Be kind to each other. But more importantly, be kind to yourself and your spirit. And take care until next time. Bye.